0: Hi, everybody, Megan Thompson here with Megan Thompson Coaching, and I've got Jamie and John here to share with you how they broke out of the meltdown cycle, five meltdowns a day they were dealing with on a regular basis. And so, guys, go ahead and, and share with us where, um, you know, introduce yourselves, speak a little bit about where you were and, and where you are now.
1: Okay. Hi, I'm Jamie. Uh, We were dealing with, like Megan said, you know, five meltdowns a day Mm -hmm. of varying degrees, but just really struggling um, back in October when we started this Mm -hmm. and had been dealing with it for quite some time. And now here we are six months later, and we were actually just saying, like, we maybe have two to three a week on the worst weeks. So... We have definitely come a long way in a relatively short period of time, so we are happy
2: to be here. Yeah. A a change that wasn't expected from my point of view, but happy that it has uh, played out the way it has. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, John, walk me through that, because that level of skepticism was something we talked about in our first conversation,
3: (laughs) so (laughs) share.
2: So. Of many of the things that I learned throughout this, I am the highly sensitive person myself. (laughs) Uh, I also believe myself to be very structured and rigid in certain ways. So, you know, going into this, it was well, while we weren't, you know, spankers or physical repercussions, anything. But I'm a firm hand kind of person. I used to be a cop. That's my background. Hey, you're not doing what I tell you to you're going to do what I tell you to. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Make it happen. I mean, it
2: was definitely the a very different change of mindset for me trying to come into this. And it's not, well, it was that I didn't think it was going to work. But <laughs> it was. <laughs> Thank you for
0: your honesty. That's what we want.
2: <laughs> um, you know, I, it, my, my place where I was coming from was, okay, well, if you aren't going to do this, we get stricter in punishments. We, uh, you know, get firmer in whatever it's going to be because that's mm-hmm. just sense to me. Um but you know working through this is kind of it was I think within the first week just seeing that initial okay, just in acknowledgement of uh, I understand that you're having trouble with this any of those pieces and mm-hmm. seeing the immediate reaction of how he was reacting to that really mm-hmm. set up okay well yeah this this probably is something here that will, will make a difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. And Um, and you still made the decision, right? So let's talk about a a little bit about that for both of you in the sense that, um, you know, you've got, you've got two twin seven-year-olds, right? When we, when we met and, um, well, two twin, I guess I just, (laughs) you guys get that all the time, probably (laughs) twin (laughs) seven-year-olds, one's highly sensitive, one isn't right. And, um, and those five meltdowns a day were, were just from your son. Right. in the sense that, that that big dichotomy. And so it makes sense for you, John, to be like, you know, how, how, how do I know that, that anything is going to that, that what I'm doing, this, these traditional parenting strategies aren't effective because my my daughter is responding to it, if you will. Right. Yep.
2: So yeah, I was definitely of the mindset of you're just doing this to get a rise or any of that kind of stuff because it works for her. Mm-hmm. What's wrong
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think i want you to talk about that that too oh sorry
1: yeah one of the biggest things that stuck with me very early on you said he's not giving you a hard time he's having a hard time
3: Mm
1: -hmm. and so i really had to like accept that and kind of go from there yeah um i was not as skeptical as john i'm not a skeptical person in that same Mm -hmm. way (laughs) Um, you know, I randomly saw an ad for you on Facebook and signed up for your emails and started reading your emails and, like, watching your little videos. And everyone that would come in, I was like, this is him. Like, mm-hmm. We need to do this. Mm-hmm. Every time one would come in, I would forward it to John, like, read this. This is this is Rowan. Yes.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I see your nod, John. It's subtle, but... <laughs> there's
3: something
0: yes, going it's on true. <laughs> so when um let, let's let's you know speak a little bit more about the problem what before you found me what were you guys dealing with on a daily basis meltdowns can be you know a relative description right so walk mm-hmm. me through where was your your son struggling and uh, what was that experience like for you as parents
1: i mean it could be something as simple as getting to school in the morning before, you know, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. um, you know, I would get them up, get up, get dressed, brush your teeth, brush your hair, go and eat breakfast, let's pack your backpack and be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I realize like, I can't give him six instructions and expect him to go do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He will take six things and he doesn't know where to start. mm mm-hmm. And so instead of picking one and starting there, he just doesn't. So Mm -hmm. we have to give him like, go do this Mm -hmm. and then he'll do it Mm -hmm. and then go do this. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want to do that. Well, you can do this first Mm -hmm. instead, but you're Mm -hmm. going to do everything. Mm -hmm. And just giving him a little bit of uh, the autonomy to decide, Mm -hmm. you know, what does he do first, but with uh, more limited options, I guess. Yeah, Um, has really helped. And so that was like, you know, first thing in the morning, that's how our day would start every day.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It was we have to get out the house at this time to get down the driveway to the bus and not miss the bus.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was a struggle every day. Yeah. So that was like off the bat. We were at one a day mm-hmm. <laughs> right. from that. Right. Um And, you know, like I said earlier, not to say that we're perfect. Not every morning is perfect. Not mm-hmm. every morning is smooth. Mm-hmm. but they're definitely more um, there are better there are more better mornings and the mornings that aren't better are yeah. still more smooth than they were a year ago
0: exactly exactly so knowing that for you guys with your son's behavior what was he doing when he was melting down was it hitting kicking what just for the audience to be clear? Oh, yeah. uh,
1: hitting kicking falling to the floor screaming throwing things mm-hmm
2: it, mm-hmm. The the falling over and collapsing and giving up on everything was the stuff that would drive me crazy, the <laughs> the screaming. He, he was never really terribly violent or anything, at least mm-hmm. as far as I remember anyway.
3: Mm-hmm. But,
2: I mean, there mm-hmm. were definitely times where he would hit his sister and, and mm-hmm. go down that route, and then we'd get into the arguments, and he would just flat lie. I didn't hit her. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You did.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And so... A, a lot of overwhelm going on just from the beginning of the day right and so for you guys as yeah. parents by the end of the day w- what were you doing to manage all of it you know we spoke
1: <laughs> um waiting for bedtime mm-hmm. every day i was like all right three hours till bedtime like Counting down. you know and I remember when they were really young, somebody told me, like, appreciate the days because the days feel long, but the years go by really fast. And now we're here, you know, they're eight and I totally tell people the same thing. Like, you know, when they're screaming, crying all night long and keeping you up and you just want to get through that stage, like, don't wish it away. Mm -hmm. And I was definitely at that point, like, just wishing every day, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just get us through this day. Maybe tomorrow will be better. And it wasn't.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, but that's common for you know, as you as you know, meeting other parents who are dealing with the same thing that you were, right? Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. just looking at the clock, like, okay, can we get over? Like, this is what this is a symptom of the meltdown cycle. This isn't parenting. This isn't a symptom of parenting, right? It's a symptom right. of the meltdown cycle. And so, for you guys at this point, why was it so important for you to fix this problem at that point? You know, rather than just waiting until they grew out of it, because you were hearing all these people to just appreciate the days, right? Great. Right. <laughs>
2: Um, it was let uh, without letting it get well before it got worse. I mean, I know there were one or two times or it might've been more, I don't know, but I know there were times where he would have his meltdowns. He's the worst kid ever. He can't do anything right. And he got to the, uh, I just don't want to be here anymore. And I, those just killed Jamie. Uh, yeah. Had a real hard time. And not that I didn't, but I mm-hmm. also sudden, don't care. Mm-hmm. So it's, <laughs> we saw that happening and didn't want it to be where this becomes his daily thing or God forbid he actually try and do something. That, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So
2: acting. We also,
1: that. we live really close to family members. My <laughs> sister-in-law's next door my mother-in-law's down the street and I wanted to be able to say, yeah, go over there. Yeah and we had gotten to a point where they would ask you over and i would find any excuse not to let them mm-hmm. and you know that wasn't fair to his sister either right
3: mm-hmm.
1: but it was i don't want to put that on them to have to deal with you know mm-hmm. if he were to get into that like you know cycle and yeah. none of us knew how to deal with it but it, we were at least used to it almost we mm-hmm started to just kind of look past it and ignore it and that like earlier hope that it went away and mm-hmm. they weren't, they weren't there. So when it would happen with them, it definitely, you know, opened my eyes It happened with my mom when they were visiting last summer. And she watched, she took them to her house for two weeks and she would call me like, what, why, this is so much worse than last year. What has been going on? Mm -hmm. It's like, honestly, I have no idea. And throughout this whole last six months, every time I get on the phone with my mom, I'm like, mom, (laughs) listen to what happened. This is what we did. And this is how it worked.
0: (laughs) She's been a huge cheerleader for me. That's awesome. Completely different dynamic, right? Feeling backed into a corner with no respite because of that guilt of and and fear, right? Mm -hmm. Fear of, of how your relatives will care for him but also how he'll respond and relate to them in the and the guilt around i don't want to put that on my relatives and so Mm -hmm. it it, it keeps you stuck keeps you trapped in in your own home on top of the fact that there's a pandemic right so i can't imagine that (laughs) you're sleeping well or (laughs) responding calmly to your kiddo when you were struggling with that as well just knowing that so
1: The pandemic definitely heightened everything, I think. We were around each other 24-7, and Mm -hmm. we didn't have any way to escape. I couldn't Mm -hmm. escape and go to work. I couldn't escape and go. We all do Taekwondo, and Mm -hmm. we couldn't go to our Taekwondo classes and, like, get out my aggression on a punching bag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It -hmm. was definitely a... Uh, you know factor in what made it devolve into the level that it was
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and why we looked for something to improve the situation
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you mentioned earlier that you found me you know you found us through the facebook ad with that being said what did you try before right so we, we already heard from you john just my way or the highway come on You know, even if you're struggling, it's not going to you still need the objective to be met. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, being outcome oriented as a parent and that leading to using traditional strategies. But what else? Because I know there was a big dichotomy for you two when we first met on the phone of of having differing perspectives of what was going to work. Right. So what what else were you trying?
2: Everything.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so, we were definitely the good cop, bad cop, right? <laughs> John was <Literally>. predominantly <laughs> bad cop, and I was predominantly good cop. So, mm-hmm. when John would say byway or the highway, they would come running to me, and I might give in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely just the traditional parenting, the mm-hmm. stuff that we grew up with.
3: Yeah.
1: Like John said earlier, we are not spankers. We don't use corporal punishment really in any way. But yeah. it's the, oh, you you know are crying on the floor because you don't want to brush your teeth. Then you don't get to do anything fun for the rest of the day. Right. Or the threats of taking something away or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But I will admit that I am a little bit more soft in that way. And yeah. I <laughs> mm-hmm. might... Uh, not follow through mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is definitely not the best thing for either kid but specifically for rowan
3: mm-hmm.
1: um but in regards to like the natural consequences having that follow through versus you know having something completely unrelated mm-hmm. being associated with a punishment just doesn't connect the dots for him
3: yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Under the. To your room, nothing fun, any of that. But then she would give in five minutes later, and that would drive me insane too. And it's like <laughs> he's never going to learn when you don't actually punish him for anything. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was that you know strict mindset of you need to be punished. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. Right. Uh, I mean, she had also found you know whatever books online, how to treat your anxiety child, how to listen to your child, how to whatever, and she would send me all of them, and I literally would wouldn't read them. <laughs> and then she found this.
1: so what actually i have a book right here the last book i bought before we found you oh (laughs) yeah 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 -hmm, mm -hmm. so so i was like trying any book you know any book i could find Mm -hmm. any online thing that i could find
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: nothing nothing would stick
0: right And so the difference between because there's there's some 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 good nuggets in that book it's not a knock on the book it's a matter of the the like what works right what's relevant it wasn't it it
1: never got us to the root of the problem yeah it was treating the symptoms instead of treating Mm. the actual trait Mm. it was you know trying Mm -hmm. to stop the meltdowns but not actually knowing why the meltdowns were occurring yeah yeah or you know he's super smart but he can't do six things if I tell him to do these six things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and why not? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. So, Mm -hmm. whereas, like you said earlier, our daughter, they're twins. They're very similar in many ways, but if I give her a list of six things to do, she goes and does them Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and Mm -hmm. doesn't question and doesn't, you know, get distracted after Mm -hmm. half doing half the first thing. (laughs) Right
0: right? Not being
1: able to even begin. Yeah.
0: yeah. So what about that approach? Um, you know, slowing down, shifting, understanding from the root in terms of some of the few things that I taught you at the beginning, guys, what did you notice that you were super skeptical about or that threw you for a loop and, um, you know, Let's speak about that in that respect. What surprised you when we first got started?
1: I think how quickly things shifted. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, from the very first week, just the, like John mentioned earlier, starting off with just validating, it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. And that immediately
1: improved things. Yeah. Within the first week to two weeks, we were down to maybe one a day, Mm -hmm. just with that simple change. Right. And that's definitely been the most surprising thing to me Mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing was how quickly they did reduce. They didn't immediately go away completely, but immediately reduced in the frequency. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. One of the things for me, I don't remember what week it was because I even if I could have told time before the pandemic, I can't anymore. I lost <laughs> week three or something. No. We, we got into, uh, you know, the the way the meltdowns are going to occur is going to change. So rather than five a day, you might go down to one, but there might be larger meltdowns. You know, frequency will decrease, but intensity will increase. And mm-hmm. Vice versa, kind of how we went through this roadmap mm-hmm. of, Planned it out, and it was exactly what happened. Um, you know, again, part of my skepticism just going into the whole thing of was well, this going to work? And like you said, the, the validation and acknowledgement made a big difference. And it's like, okay, this is working. Mm-hmm. And then the intensity went up. It's like, ah, eh, this is okay. What are we doing? Right. Um, but we'll I mean, just pack it all into like,
0: one meltdown.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, as you mm-hmm. continue to go through it, it changed and it was different, but it still was gradual steps getting better mm-hmm. over time.
0: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So what allowed you to override your skepticism, John, to allow that you could feel skeptical and make changes anyways and take action anyways?
2: I mean, for me, it's I can be skeptical of something, but kind of nature of what I've done in my work life, um, I'll still try whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of those proof is in the pudding kind of things. Mm -hmm. I can... Not believe something will work, but I'm quick to adapt and change is at least what I feel about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So the fact that we saw results basically immediately was, oh, okay. And then one thing seemed to get, quote unquote, worse from an intensity standpoint, but you were calling it out, well, this this is what we're going to expect, and here's the next thing you're going to see. And immediately, that was the next thing that we saw. It's, again, the proof's in the pudding for me kind of a deal.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, So that's... I can be skeptical, but as long as we're seeing something change, then cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I was always impressed by the way, you know, my question of the week. It would be like, oh, that's coming in the next, <laughs> the next video you're going to watch. Yeah. It was such a natural progression. <laughs>
3: you
1: know, it would be like, okay, we've done this. Now what about this? And be like, oh, that's next. Then, <laughs> yeah. um, Mm-hmm. You know just building on that over time and seeing the way that it all came together in the end mm-hmm. um, was really just impressive mm-hmm. um, as the consumer, I guess you know, because we wanted to see results immediately, but you just kept saying like you got to work the program it's it's an eight week program for a reason. Yeah. We're not just going to put everything all into the first week and right. hope that something sticks. We were tired of the throwing everything at the wall and hoping that something stuck.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was,
1: all right, let's do this one thing.
3: Mm-hmm. All
1: right, that's stuck. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Great.
2: And when we got several weeks in and we're having a problem, we'll make sure you're going back and still doing step one.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Right. So the, the difference between throwing things at the wall to see what sticks, right, and the reassurance that following a recipe gives you and noticing that when you follow a recipe, you know, say, for example, we just use the cake example, right? You put the eggs on the icing, you're going to end up with salmonella, we talk about that all the time, right? <laughs> it's also true that if you remove the baking soda from your brownies <laughs> halfway through, your brownies are going to taste like crap, right? And so mm-hmm. so the, the systematic incremental changes, um, as I mentioned, you know, we were talking about a book earlier, like... It's not that stuff in that book isn't relevant. It's that they all need to be compounded upon, right? And so what I'm hearing from you guys, both of you, is that the proof is in the pudding, but it's also in the recipe in a system. The difference mm-hmm. between a tactic and following things to build foundational skills upon each other, right? So yeah. – um, for you guys at this point, I want to speak about, um, you know, if there's anything else that you wanted to to add about your experience or what was it like, um, I two questions actually, um, learning alongside other parents as well. We can talk about that too.
2: I would say the other parents thing was definitely a big help for I, I don't remember people's names either, but, uh, you know, some of the husbands, fathers that would be on the calls and she would look mm-hmm. at me and be like, he's you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> we're, we're experiencing the yeah. same thing and we're having the same difficulties dealing with it. And, uh, you know, there was military background fathers on there and it's like, yeah, we're let's get this done in order. What's the deal? Uh, you know, that's yes. that strict kind of background at all. Seeing that you're doing the same things, but you're getting through it together definitely helps. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah.
1: Before all this, we definitely felt on an island. Yeah. It's one of those things that. I feel like you don't talk about, right. Mm -hmm. You just try and get through it. You deal with the stairs when you're out in public. Mm -hmm. And when you're at home, you just hope the windows are closed so nobody can hear what's going on. Yeah. Um, But getting into the group and hearing, you know, all of us are experiencing this, basically the same thing, just in different scenarios. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, realizing that we're not alone. We have these resources that, You know, they might be a few weeks ahead of us and maybe three weeks ago they were dealing with the exact same thing we are and they have experience in how to move past it. And then now we're the ones saying, oh, well, here's what we did. And it definitely helped us get through things that we were struggling with. That You're doing the same thing. And now... Like, I'm in a lot of mom groups on Facebook, and I see highly sensitive child descriptions all over the place. So I'm like, have you ever heard about this? Because I didn't know it existed until last summer, and I would have appreciated knowing about it earlier. So I'm not going to tell you your kid's highly sensitive, because I am not trained in any way to do that. But this sounds like what we were dealing with. So
0: look into this. Yes. Yes. You can't unknow what you know now, right? So noticing, right. I mean, it, it speaks to the the challenges that we see for parents of sensitive kids, right? Your kid's not broken, right? It's that, um, mm-hmm. you know, even the title of that book that it implies that there's something wrong and pieces to pick up, right? <laughs> um, and, and and to fit the puzzle together. Now, in parenting, you need a puzzle, right? You need to have all the pieces managing and to support your mm-hmm. child, However, your child is not shattered. Your child is not in pieces. He just needs help in learning the skills to support himself and staying, um, and yeah. uh, staying calm, and, and managing that, and feeling feeling good about himself. So I want to speak about mm-hmm. that too, because you know when we first got started it, five meltdowns a day. That's thirty-five meltdowns a week, right? Um, on max end, right? And then we're moving to on a on a really tough week two, three in a week, right? So I'm not gonna do mm-hmm. the math on that level of reduction. But as you were saying the first um, <laughs> the first couple of weeks yeah. you saw one a day. That's an eighty percent reduction. I can do that kind of math in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and so just noticing that six months out and and mm-hmm. as you you know you use that word, John, you know, the proof is in the pudding, um, you can't lie. Data doesn't lie, right? With that being said, when we think about how your child feels, what has to happen for him to keep his his body in control to keep his mind in control to keep his heart in control to communicate his needs so that he feels supported by you and so and for you guys to set up a, set up the way that you respond to him so that he can do all of those things right we think about cultivating the soil for your child or the petri dish that you put your child in and uh, a, and setting that up for him so How do you see him responding to the world differently, you know, in terms of how he views himself, in terms of how he communicates his needs? Um, What's different for him now?
2: I would say one of the big ones is when you can see him pause for a minute and actually try and think of an answer. So Mm -hmm. we still get a lot of, you know, well, what are you feeling? Nothing's. I mean, that's that's the thing that happens all the yeah. time. But there's a, a bunch of other times where it's, you can see him internally doing the struggle and trying to figure out the words of well, I'm feeling, you know, frustrated, angry, upset, whatever it may be that we could never put words to before. Yeah. But even the can you do something for this? Can you do this for me right now? He'll pause for a minute and say no.
3: Mm-hmm. it's not
2: the immediate you no know, you can tell he thought about it for a minute yeah. like, no i really can't do this at the moment yeah. i mm-hmm. i need to sit and or he's come out and said i, I need a minute to myself
3: mm-hmm. and
2: just the being able to express those kinds of things is well, i mean we never had it before that's um,
0: awesome
2: but that's made mm-hmm. a world of difference in our ability then him giving that pause allows me to kind of come down from my escalation too yeah so, okay oh you in a minute, fine. I won't explode at the same time either. Take a minute. <laughs> you know, do this
1: Love it. <laughs> yes. I can say for me, it has also improved my ability to deal with John's highly sensitive traits. Mm-hmm. Because we've been together for a long time. Yeah. And... I am not highly sensitive. So I never understood like the need for him to walk away. Like, I just want to deal with it, get through it, get over it and move on. Yeah. And there have been countless times where he's just gone upstairs, you know, whether he takes five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back like a completely different person. And I'm like, but I still (laughs) want to deal with it. Um, and so just recognizing like it's not him walking away from me it's him needing the time to process what was happening
3: yeah and so
1: being able to apply that to Rowan as well like there have been so many times where you know he's dealing with whatever it might be disappointment or frustration and he just brings himself upstairs and you know maybe 10, 15 minutes later, he comes back down and exactly like his dad, you know, it's like it didn't even happen.
0: (laughs) (sighs) And, and notice that, that, that there's a big difference between processing an emotion and being able to move on so that it doesn't reverberate, right? It doesn't just vibrate Mm -hmm. through the whole day and and you cut the tension through the knife even if it's, it's over compared to, okay, I'm over it. Big difference, right? Um, pretending that it's over and being mm-hmm. o- le- legitimately over it. Yeah. So, John, what is that like for you to know now that you are a model for your son in skillfully managing his emotions?
2: Difficult, because I did <laughs> not do good with it. Um, there's been times where... You know we go through whatever the meltdown issue anything is and then i feel like we can get to a true kind of heart to heart at the end of it where he's Mm -hmm. like yeah no i understand you're you're right this is i was mad about whatever and then trying to explain okay i'm glad you understand that now here's why i was feeling this way and then that helped him kind of understand yeah you're right my trying to make you angry i (laughs) see why you would get angry mm-hmm. <laughs> okay the fact that <laughs> yeah. you can acknowledge the fact that you only said that just to get a rise out of me in, in this case or you initially got upset because you fell and hurt yourself but then when I asked you what was wrong you didn't believe I was actually asking what was wrong you thought I was criticizing you or any of those things mm-hmm. uh, it it gives the opportunity for me to try and model it and like I said yeah. it's difficult I know I don't Always do a good job with that by any stretch, but trying.
0: There's a difference between perfection and moving towards an outcome, right? Because parenting is never over. So it's a, you know, you mentioned and I asked you, what's that like? It's, it doesn't mean that it's easy, right? But we can make it simple. We can break it down so that you know that you're making headway on the journey of parenting. Um, yeah. And, and so, comparatively, comparatively, from where you were, we're just up against each other, right? Um, and now, it doesn't mean that it's not hard. doesn't mean that you guys don't still have emotions that need to be you know, processed and, and mm-hmm. worked through and, and communicated and, and shifting because um, you're, you're two separate humans. And what I, what I hear from you in that is that you're doing what you need to do as his dad in a way that is effective at having a conversation rather than just a yes sir or a, a whatever dad and then later it just repeating itself over and over again right mm-hmm. so the difference it, between a it, lecture and a conversation
2: it, there's definitely times where it's are you telling me this just to get me to shut up yep okay thank you for being honest about that cool right. and then right. five minutes later after he's had his, his calm down he'll come back over and say what did you want to talk about
0: yeah um, mm-hmm.
2: so yeah definitely those kinds of things that are nice yeah um,
0: mm-hmm. yeah you could be blunt and in yourself with your son him. and um you know and ask him outright <laughs> which in, in other words would be do you need some time <laughs> Right. <laughs> and he would probably say yes too. right. <laughs> so there's, there's a little, and so, but, but, but you guys are speaking the same language for the most part in the sense that you're starting to read him and he's starting to give you feedback on how his brain is operating and how he's taking things in and, and getting his needs met. So I love that. Mm-hmm. I love hearing that you're moving in the direction of feeling more together rather than like you have to um, pull him along
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: i really like that he has started to like be able to quantify his feelings yeah. and use the feelings words and say instead of i'm the worst kid ever say i feel like the worst kid ever yeah or when i get mad then it makes me sad and being mm-hmm. sad then makes me mad again mm-hmm. and, So we've talked about like, okay, well, what are some things that instead of going around in circles, how can we get out of that? And, you know, we have things all over the house that are meant to do that. And it could be as simple as like blowing up a balloon Mm -hmm. or, you know, he can be so mad about whatever it might be, but if we start tossing a ball, Mm -hmm. it is something that can help him get out of that circle so that he can then realize like, Oh, this is what made me mad. Mm-hmm. And that's where it started. And now I can deal with the fact that that made me mad and you know, how to go from here.
3: Right. And we
1: do a lot of like, at the end of the day, we talk about, you know, what happened that day, where we struggled. Um, and hopefully, you
3: know, we, not hopefully
1: we, Work on, you know, how can we make it better tomorrow? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Because in the moment, which is what we used to do, like, what can we do right now to make it better? Yeah. And that doesn't work Mm -hmm. for him. (laughs) (laughs) He needs the time to process. He needs the time to, you know, deal with it. And then we can talk about it and try and move on from there.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And stop using words like hopeful.
1: Okay. <laughs> I remember doing that in one of my first calls. You were like, "It's not hope <laughs>
0: That's it. that's it that's 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 my trigger word. Hope is not a strategy. boot camps a strategy, <laughs> right, right? <laughs> yes. And so um just you know th- th- but that's the difference, right? That's the difference between throwing things at the wall just hope to see what sticks and following a system that works consistently and doing that repeatedly, right? I mean, when you want brownies, you need to follow the recipe. You can't just like want brownies and have brownies show up, right? So it still takes work, (laughs) right? So yeah, now that I know how brownies are made, I can just apparate brownies onto my counter. No, like, like that's not how that works. You consistently make brownies. If you want brownies every day, bake brownies every day right and so that Mm -hmm. that speaks to what you're speaking you know what you mentioned earlier john is now that we know the recipe we're, we're working on perfecting it we're working on making those brownies taste extra delicious we're deciding what types of cocoa go in our recipe for our particular family. You know, how do I throw in the flour? Do I do it like this or do I do it like that? It, 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 part of its personality, part of its flair, that's the 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 capacity that you guys get to build in your household so that you're not robots and you're not expecting him to be in lockstep with you because he's his own human. Mm-hmm. And that's super crucial because the, it's the big difference between being able to watch your son act as his own person and just expecting him to be a little you and do whatever you say, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, as parents, we want that for our children, right? We want our children to be their own person and want to do better and be the best person they can be. So those are two different things that we want to, you know, this is part of the objective as parents.
3: Yeah.
0: So, for you in terms of where you are now is there anything that you you know a big takeaways or things that you want other parents to understand if they're dealing with a daily meltdown cycle or multiple times a day cycle of meltdowns Mm -hmm. and and aggravation and and yelling what do you want them to to understand
1: we're not looking for perfection we're looking for progress Mm -hmm. so I think I said earlier, we're not perfect. We still, you know, have the outbursts or meltdowns or whatever. And I can honestly say I have them, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are times where I'm having a bad day Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I just can't deal with whatever it is. And it may not be as frequently, but I have to take, you know, five minutes to myself in the corner or lock myself in the bathroom or whatever it might be. But Mm -hmm. Prior to this, it was like, what's wrong with me for needing that time? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: It was, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm the mom. I'm supposed to be able to deal with this. And recognizing the progress is a huge thing. And Mm -hmm. recognizing the good things that are happening. We're so focused on the negatives. Yeah. And, you know, the things that they're doing wrong or the things that they're not doing you know, the way we want them to or anything like that. And, you know, recognizing the the good things that are happening throughout the day instead of just focusing on the negatives okay. is definitely a great place to start.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. For me, I would say that it obviously can get better and it doesn't take a lot to see improvement. Like you know, we already talked about just even that first week, you can see that initial improvement and that, that was Literally nothing. All it was was acknowledging and validating.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: from littlest amount of effort in mm-hmm. the beginning, you mm-hmm. can make improvements, and then obviously build on the recipe. Continue each week through the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the second part of that being, it's not an immediate change. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's little bits of progress over time, and uh, you know, uh, it takes how many days to break a habit, how many days to build a habit, and yeah. it, this is a long term. Uh, strategy here to make this last not a fix to just mm-hmm. try and fix something right uh, it doesn't take extreme effort it's little bits and pieces but just keep building little bits and pieces over time
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. awesome so noticing that being able to zoom out take a big picture com- perspective that you're never going to stop parenting your kids you're and it doesn't need to be this hard right when, when you have a system, when you have a strategy of, of slowing down yourself, then slowing down your child, being more playful, communicating their needs more effectively, setting up so that you're preventing the meltdowns, right? And then helping your child learn how to communicate differently, better, next time. Mm-hmm. Those components over and over and over again is how you get to where you are now and continue to grow. Because the objective is for you guys to raise children who are experiencing their emotions in a developmentally appropriate way, right? So just like adults feel feelings and get mad and frustrated, we're not expecting your seven-year-old, now eight-year-old to never feel mad, to never raise his (laughs) voice, right? To never stomp his foot when he's upset. That is a robot. And we Mm -hmm. don't raise robots, right? What we're doing is helping him feel like he's capable, like he can creatively solve his problems, that he is doing the best he can and he can do better. And alongside Sorry. his twin sister and that he's not just because he's a different kid doesn't mean that he's wrong or there's something wrong with him. So I love that. Um, all right. So for parents who are struggling with the daily meltdown cycle or multiple times a day, we recommend that you book a call with us, have a conversation with where you're stuck. Um, we'll cover on that, fo- on that phone call whether or not uh, we're a good fit to support you. And if that's the case, we'll tell you how that works. And if we feel like there's something that's more efficient or effective, then we'll steer you in that direction. Um, because for the parents who need this level of support, We walk you through what that looks like, and then you get to make that decision um, on your own, as we already hear Jamie and and John did that, despite their skepticism, or despite John's skepticism. (laughs) That has to be your choice, right? Um, Last, anything before we uh, wrap up today?
1: Just go for it. (laughs) Book the call. Yeah. Don't, don't wait the months that we did to book the call. Book uh, the call and find out if it's going to be the right thing for you. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish we'd done it sooner.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. And um, just happy to serve you and see continuously how you grow.
2: All right. Thanks. Thanks.
0: Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with us at MTC, here's what I want you to do next. Head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call and book an appointment with our team. We'll get on the phone for about 60 minutes and we'll get you clarity on where you're stuck in parenting your sensitive child or teen. What your goals are for supporting your child's development. And if we can help you, we'll get you started on knowing exactly what to do to eliminate that meltdown cycle. Eliminating the daily meltdown cycle does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped hundreds of clients from all over the world end that cycle in as little as eight weeks. So to see if we can help you do the same, head on over to MeganThompsonCoaching.com backslash call. I'm Megan Thompson. And we look forward to speaking to you soon.